0: Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all's faces today, guys. Today is a wonderful feast, uh, Padre Pio, great saint. Um, you know, there's, you know, growing up as kids, if you're into athletic stuff, that, um, you always have your heroes, right? If you want a baseball player, you want to be like the great Babe Ruth, or if you're a basketball player, you want to be like Michael Jordan. Um, we always have those heroes, and and they inspire us. They push us to want to be something great, right? As a seminarian, I would dare say that probably nine out of ten seminarians, their great hero is Padre Pio. We look at Padre Pio as like that's the Mac Daddy priest. Like he's the one that had all these cool spiritual gifts. He had the stigmatas, the wounds of Jesus in his hands, his feet, his side. He would be beaten by demons, and he would be scourged in the Holy Week, and he would bilocate, and he would heal people, and he could read people's souls. Like he just had it all. Like I was like, I just want one of those but not the most painful one. Um, bilocation, levitation, that would be fun, right? Um, but you can keep the cross. <laughs> but that's what made Padre Pio so so spectacular, is that God chose him um, to manifest his presence in powerful ways. The beautiful scripture passage that says, St. Paul says it, It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. That's the call for every Christian, of course. But in Padre Pio... Through the priesthood, in a particular way, the priest has to manifest the life of Christ to the world. Every priest has to. That's what we're ordained to do. But Padre Pio, literally in his body, revealed the crucified Christ. Right? Padre Pio was born uh, in the 1800s. At 22 years old, in 1910, he was ordained a priest. At 22. And in 1918 is whenever he received the stigmatis. Right. So still in his late 20s, early 30s, he receives the stigmatas of Christ and suffered with them for years. Right. Um, very, very, very painful. He's the only priest. So he was the first priest at that time in the history of the church to receive the stigmatas. Now, whenever I went uh, to San Giovanni Rotunda, which is where he's from, where he served as a friar. Um, and I wasn't a priest yet. I was just a, I was just a lay person, just kind of going through the world, trying to figure out God's call in my life. And uh, and a a priest friend of mine, my spiritual director, took me to Italy. And it was just he and I just kind of traveling around Italy. And so we ended up taking a bus to San Giovanni. And um, it was a forever trip from Rome to San Giovanni, about eight hours or so on a bus. And while we're on the bus getting close to San Giovanni, I end up talking to this fella. He was from Italy. um, and, uh, And he knew really good English. So we had a great conversation. And he was telling me stories about Padre Pio. And I was like, this is just really weird. Like like as if he knew him. And so I asked him at the end of our conversation, we're getting close to San Giovanni and I asked him, I said, Man, I said, Did you know Padre Pio? Like you really know a lot of cool stories about him. And he said, Yeah, I did. He said, I was one of his spiritual children. And I was freaked out. I was like, dude, that is so cool. Like, like, we didn't know where we were going. We didn't know where we were going to stay. Our clothes stunk. Like it, it, we didn't know what we were doing in San Giovanni. We just knew we were going. And all of a sudden, Padre Pio sent his spiritual son to us to direct us. He found us a place to live that had a washing machine. It was wonderful. Um, but it was just really cool. And then he pulled out a book. And he turned the book over and he had his picture on the book. And he said, I wrote this about the memoirs of Padre Pio and my experiences with him. So it's just really neat how Padre Pio, at that point, I didn't know who he was. Like I had really no big affinity or devotion to him. It was my spiritual director who had that devotion to him, and he wanted to go. And so from that point on, Padre Pio just kind of started getting weaved in and out of my life. And especially as a young seminarian, my spiritual director, that was a different spiritual director, um, he was the exorcist for New Orleans. And he had a great, great devotion to Padre Pio. So once I got ordained a priest, I went and I spoke to him um, probably about a month after ordination, and uh, and I was talking to him about Padre Pio because once you become a priest, like all of a sudden Pio kind of amps up his presence in your life um, and helps you, you know, with with what you need to be a priest. And so, uh, so I was asking. I said, Father, I said, do you have a relic of Padre Pio? And he said, Oh yes, I do. Now he's a little Irish man, about this big, right? He was the exorcist for New Orleans. He's a little fiery cat. He was retired. And so he says, yes, I do. He said, let me go get it. I'll show it to you. So he brings out this crucifix. I don't know if some of you may have seen it. And you may have heard the story, but just bear with me for a second because I I get fascinated by the story. Um, So it it opens up. You can unscrew it, and it slides. And inside of this crucifix is a bunch of bones of the saints, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Anthony of Padua, St. Benedict, um, St. Margaret Mary Aliquo, um, all these fantastic, like, this is your A-team, right? And right in the middle is blood from Padre Pio Stigmata. And I'm sitting there and I'm holding it in my hand and I'm salivating. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then he says from the back and he says, will you accept it? And I looked at him and I said, you want to give me this? He said, Mitch. He said, I'm retired. He said, I'm going to die. They're going to throw it in a box and no one's going to ever know how special it was. And I looked at him and said, did you do exorcisms with this? (laughs) And little Irish man, he went, oh Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just an incredible moment. It was like this moment of like the young knight being handed the sword by the older knight, you know, like passing on that great weapon that he slayed so many demons with and set so many people free with. So it's been a really special gift uh, in my own life to be able to pray with people with this um, as his relics are right inside of here along with some of the other great saints. So at the end of Mass, I will um, give the final blessing uh, with the relics so that you'll be able to receive that blessing as well. And so let us today, let's look to Padre Pio. Let's pray for all you priests. Priests are called by God to manifest his presence to the world, to give his presence in the Eucharist, but in their very bodies we're called to be Christ, right? That's why whenever a priest wears a cassock, some of the more fancier cassocks will have 33 buttons on the cassock to symbolize the 33 years of Jesus' life, five buttons on the sleeve to symbolize the five wounds of Jesus, and of course, the white collar, the resurrection of Jesus. So the priest literally puts on Christ in that cassock, right? And, uh, and so it's the death of Christ. We live in the death of Christ. The resurrection of Christ might be lived in and through you guys as well. So pray for your priests today. Pray that Padre Pio will intercede for him. And pray that he intercedes for your family. He loved family. And he loved our Blessed Mother. And he said, pray the rosary every day. As many times a day as you can pray it, pray it, he said. Right? And so always keep Our Lady close to you. If you're struggling in your family life, you're struggling in your prayer life, just pick up the rosary. It's a great sword in the spiritual life. Um, and Padre Pio was a great, great lover of Our Lady and the Holy Rosary. So you're struggling anywheres? don't complicate it. Just go for a beautiful walk outside, pick up your rosary. Padre Pio said, every time you hold the rosary in your hands, it's as if we're holding the hand of our mother. Everybody loves holding mom's hand when we're scared, right? Hold our lady's hand today. Keep that rosary close to you um, and pray it as often as possible on this day for your families. Amen? Amen? And for your priests. Pray for them too.